Welcome back to This Film Not Rated, a branch of the Music City Drive-In Podcast Network, where we try not to rate movies and fail most of the time. But, well, the world seems to think there's an objective truth to a movie, so we're on a quest through a gauntlet to find it. Join us. We try to make it through 15 questions, and if we make it, get a special prop from the movie of your choice and a plaque from us with our signatures saying no for real you actually were able to be objective about a movie accomplishing the near impossible if we can't make it we drop the 15 questions out of the gauntlet that we used to do and we just answer a couple of questions loosely still trying to not rate movies about movies that we watched now this week we're talking about this week we're talking about hereditary because I finally got around to watching it. Oh my god. Part of me wishes I didn't. But I, uh, most of me is glad I did. Hereditary is a movie about a family. Uh, that has this ominous history. That we don't know much about until later on. And as the story goes on. You see the family break down over tragedy and loss. That ultimately leads into this. Uh, messed up scenario that we'll get into further on in in the talk so that's hereditary today curtis is in the gauntlet are you ready as i'll ever be here we go is the movie good or bad as stated for her as stated before hereditary is a horror film uh but it falls into this a special camp of, of horror is is what I'll call it, uh, where it takes what should be safe and secure and corrodes it into something dangerous. This focuses a, a, a around the family structure and the comforts of, of, of home, and it takes the idea of the mother that should be there for you and strips that away, makes makes it about a mother okay. that is ultimate. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Um, I don't think, again, this is one of those times that I think like 99 to 100% of people would agree with you that a mother <laughs> should be there for somebody. It's still a subjective thing. It's it's frustrating. So, for example, what we would normally try to do to when we're trying to stay objective is, is the movie good or bad? Well, so many people rate this as one of the reasons that elevated horror became a thing. Yeah. And so many other people usually when they when something, you know, defines its own new subgenre, mm-hmm. that's a positively connotated thing. Yeah. So, that's a way of kind of saying like facts and details that are around it that doesn't do the thing. And I think it's important that we try and come up with what would be objective before we totally drop the questions so that's that's my my game at it but did you want to by any chance like kind of now that you're free mm-hmm. like reword what you were saying about the movie being good or bad oh the movie is, uh well for for me i i i thoroughly in enjoyed it but there is this but there is one specific moment in the film that at after it happens you're either on board for the ride or you're just against the film entirely and it's the point where the the child the little girl gets her head whacked off by a post as a car as her brother is driving her to the hospital because she's having an 
allergic reaction. Uh, it the 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 promotion material did not intentionally did not show any of it. If you went into this movie, you had no idea what 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 was going on. So for everyone who went to go see it, it comes as a massive shock that right at the beginning of the movie, I think it's like thirty minutes in or so, she's dead in a very I, violent and gruesome way. I will tell you the image of her head. Uh-huh. I couldn't get out of my head. I, I I couldn't get out of my head. Whatever for a long time, and um, when being in the theater for that moment, mm-hmm. like it was shocking. It it was. Uh, I'm gonna use a word that I'm not sure I should use, but arresting because I feel like it felt like I I'm not allowed to move. If oh, you yeah. move, you're gonna get hurt or something, mm-hmm. like. You're right that it's sort of a make or break moment. I, I but our theater was so dead quiet mm-hmm. for like the next twenty five minutes. There was not a not a sound, no whisper, none of that casual hum that you feel in a theater when people are doing their own thing. It was yeah dead yeah and, like and and you were there when I had this reaction. I I had no idea what what not 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 just vocally but physical reaction like hands up. Protecting my own head because of what I just saw. It's the the way that that whole scene plays out and is directed is fantastic. I think it does exactly what the director wanted uh, wanted it to do, which is to put you in the state of anything can happen and no one is safe. Hmm. So tell before we move on to the three questions, I'm just curious about that. Because we say this a lot, and you hear it a lot about other movies, about, like, you know, The Ring takes something innocent like a VHS tape and makes it, you know, unsafe. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, The Exorcist made a little girl, like, unsafe. The Shining made twins unsafe. You know, you're saying that, like, the family unit... I never got the sense in this movie, since it opens after the death of, like, a, a... matriarch who like had everyone twisted from the very beginning uh-huh. i never got the sense that it was like comfortable and then turned so i'm curious about your thoughts that it like took something comfortable and turned it well just the generic sense of a family is supposed to be something safe now yeah at the beginning of of, of this movie there's there's obviously a, a whole lot of tension the mother isn't particularly sad that uh her that her mother has has passed away but uh there's still the sense that at the beginning that she had to some extent cares about her family, her son, her, her daughter. And as the movie goes on and on, uh, you are led into more of her past and what's happened that turns that around. Like, uh, the, 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 uh, the scene where it goes into how the mother sleepwalks and in her past while sleepwalking, she drenched, not, not just her, but her son and kerosene, I think. And yeah. had a match lit. Yeah. That's a that's... paint thinner, I think. Yeah, yeah, paint thinner. Goodness gracious! What you're kind of saying is a reflection of you know she she starts as a mother who's super protective of her daughter, uh-huh. and then when that's lost, she sort of descends into trying to kill the other kid. It's like the the complete opposite. If not trying to kill the other kid, then just just flat out not caring about the other kid. Like, well, like... I gotta say, when she's like banging her head on the attic, <laughs> like. <laughs> I thought she was trying to kill him. I was at the very end of the film for sure. Yeah. But she, Oh God. Oh gosh. 
But yeah, no, it's... Uh... All right, so so let's ask the three questions. All right. What made you want to watch this? Uh, mostly word of mouth. I, I, I remember seeing the trailers and thinking, oh, this looks creepy. This looks at- atmospheric. It's it's a down-to-earth horror. Uh, stuff that I like. I had no idea it was A24 at the time. I, I don't think at the time I knew what A24 was. I just... I was, I just like horror and this looked like something that would be right up my alley. But I, I unfortunately never went to go see it in theaters. I, I didn't see it until this year, much, much to my own dismay. But, uh, it's been on my to watch list for a while. And it's one of the, it's one of those movies where pe- pe- people are talking about it and I'll say, yeah, I haven't seen, seen, seen that yet. And they get this shocked look as you haven't seen that yet. Yeah. It's one of those. Uh, so it, it's just been on my list for forever, mostly because I'm a gigantic horror fan and I want to see everything horror, even the the crappy stuff that I might get some kind of uh, value out of. But mm. yeah, that's that's why I wanted to watch it. I wanted to watch it this time because I've wanted you to watch it for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, I just I love the trailer for it. Um, and I didn't know I was very confused. This is a weird thing about Alex and Nat Wolf. Uh, Alex Wolf is the son in this movie, mm-hmm. and in the trailer, that moment where he sees himself smiling, and then the separate moment where he's having some sort of stroke or something in the classroom, oh. that those were two of the most like, like spine tingly things that I was like, okay, I guess I'm gonna subject myself to this. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know they weren't the same person. Nat Wolf is the one who starred as Light in Death Note. Yeah. They're twins. Hereditary, I, I was so excited when you said you were going to watch it again, you were going to watch it on your own. Mm-hmm. And I was a little bit like selfish in the sense that I was like, man, I'm not going to get to be there when he sees this stuff. Yeah, you know, you you wanted to have that that, that same satisfaction that, that, that you had because you're an asshole like this of at the end of uh, of The Mist. Where, 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 <laughs> uh, you, you, you get to... Just not, the end of the mist. Just the end of the mist. Specifically for the end of the mist. I'll, I'll leave it at that because, <laughs> you know, that's something that needs... You can specify if you want, but I'm just saying, when, the person when... in your life, whoever the person in your life, listener, is, who subjects you to the end of the movie The Mist with Thomas Jane, the Stephen King adaptation by Frank Darabont, they're an asshole. Yes. But yeah, but uh, that that was your motivation is is that that that, that little bit of, of curiosity to, to to see how how the next person who is going in, in into this blind would react to this terrible horrific well, scene. And it's not just the horrific things; it's the um, and this gets into so moving into the question of what do you like and not like about the movie. I only have a couple of things I want to say before I let you go. Okay. Um, it's not just the 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 horror and the way it builds up. You know, Tony Collette's performance is amazing. The performances, oh, yeah. I think, all around are amazing. I don't um, think there's a single bad one in the in, in, in the film. Yeah, but um, they... It's, it's the creepy things that are not telegraphed. Hmm. It's the fact that that pole, like the grandmother wore a symbol around her neck that you see at the very beginning of the movie in her wake. Mm-hmm. And that symbol's carved into the pole when they're on the way to the party. So when they come back and she hits her head on it, like, you knew. Like, there's, like, a connection of, like, you as the audience member are, like, 
fuck, I knew I knew that was going to happen. And it's mm-hmm. like, I can't do anything about it. Yeah. Um, and that happens all throughout it. There are cult members standing outside of the house at random times. Mm-hmm. And they just, ne- they never have a musical cue. They never move. They never draw attention to it. Mm-hmm. And then there's, you know, if you stare hard enough at the dark, especially towards the second half of the movie, you will see things in the dark that never move and never draw attention to themselves. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, it's, I love that. It's unsettling. It's like the haunting of Hill House thing, and it's like, and this the Lake Mungo thing, you know, where it's oh, yeah. like, uh, so that's, I mean, the, so the, the only things I don't like about this movie mm-hmm. are, I'm not sure that the way that uh, Alex Wolf, I think he was directed to play the character as like regressing, like crying and like, I want my mommy and things like that. Uh And I had this weird conspiracy theory that it was like the character was originally written to be a twin with the sister. Yeah. And that's how it was like wrong body for the spoilers, you know? Um, Uh And so like, cause they're in the same school, I think somehow, even though their age gap and whatever, but whatever point is that part was just a little odd to me and it was hard for me to buy into some things, but not really. Uh I mean, it's there well enough. And, um, I think the movie asks a lot of your attention, but it's so rewarding. I don't care. So, yep. What about you? What do you like? What do you not like? Oh God. Um, well, first of all, I just like the overall like tone and, 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 and atmosphere of it. It's like right from the word, word go. It's, it's like dark and brooding. The lighting of everything kind of re- reinforces that, uh, Again, like uh, the acting of of a Tony Collette, like the standout moment of the acting for a Tony Collette that had you glued to your seat. And you you know what 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 I'm about to bring up? It's the dinner scene, where the son finally forces her to say, "Okay, just say what you what what what's going on in your head." I know it, and the and the mother finally get lets out this tirade of of pain and and anguish because she sees her son as the reason why her daughter is dead, and then the son finally gets to say. She didn't want to go to the party, Mom. You made her go. Instead of like throw, instead of shouting it in her face, it's this like subtle, "Fuck you! I'm not the only one who's to who's to blame here." And the mother has this look of, of seething hatred towards him for even bringing up the possibility that the death of her daughter could possibly be her fault. And the dad, I, the, the dad I emphasize just... so hard with the dad. He's like, "All right, we're done. We're done. Yeah. Let's stop." I I I I love that scene. It, it 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 just emphasizes the complete breakdown of the family unit, and it's 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 at that point where you just realize, okay, this this is just a doomed situation. No one's can no one's getting out of this. Okay. Uh, as far as the camera work goes, I thought it was I thought that was uh, excellently done. As well, specifically right after, right 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 after the the daughter dying, and. You're still in the car with him. Everything's from his his perspective. The camera is mirroring his own internal thoughts as as uh, he's just sitting there. He's starting to tear up. You get it cuts to you know the the shot where it's it's from behind his head, and the camera starts to slowly tilt towards the rear view before it even gets there. It kind of like jerks back, following his his own movements, and. Even beyond that, you get to the house and he's just like slowly and mindlessly walking through and the camera is following him, but so slow. It's like the camera itself doesn't want to follow him anymore. It's just doing it out of morbid curiosity, kind of like the audience. 
So the, all that, just like fantastic. I love it. I want to see more camera work like that in, in, in other horror. You see something, I, I, I wanted to put it up there because I, I, I to, to put it up here somewhere, but I couldn't find space because I think it's very similar. The Exorcist has a lot of stuff like that too. Uh, and I haven't, I, I think the first half of the, of this movie is grounded in such reality that it, it can be compared to the exorcist. But after a certain part, maybe, I don't know. Uh, at some point it goes from being like straight horror serious and it gets into like this kind of goofy macabre kind of thing where the mother is at, at some point it looks as though you don't know what's going on. The, it, the, it could be a haunting. It could just be the mother going through a mental breakdown and everything that, that, that you're seeing is just perceived through her eyes. So uh, you could have the idea of the unreliable narrator going on, which is fantastic. And I love stuff like that. You get that in like The Father too, which is a terrifying film, but in its own different right. The opening shot zooms into one of the mother's models and it never comes out. Mm. Yes. Fantastic. Uh, I I don't know if, if if that was a composite shot or if it was a uh, a uh, hidden cut shot. Maybe it's a bit of both. But that was a that that was great. And then there's the part where uh, the mother, the part where you know that 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 the mom has completely snapped from reality is when the dad comes home. She's broken all of her models. There's no delineation at that point from what's real and what's not. That's an interesting take. Mm -hmm. The idea that she compartmentalizes reality and like the way that she copes with it is because she is, she straight up makes the model of her daughter's head. Mm -hmm. And so like she's right doing her work and she's getting these notifications of people asking her to to do it as work and she sort of resents it. Mm -hmm. And eventually she just shatters it. Yeah. That's, that's an interesting take that it's like, she's trying to, cope with reality through this and it's when she gives up on reality that everything goes off the rails yeah but I, I'm, I'm not gonna like a, a lot of the stuff that i like from this movie comes from tony collette but then you get like the like the audio cues of the daughter going at, at random points See, that's an example of something that is normally a neutral stimulus that I feel like gets twisted into <laughs> Probably. horror. Yeah. It's not it's not cool. Just like after The Grudge did that with... Oh, mm-hmm. It's not cool for someone to go up behind someone in the dark and go... <laughs> <laughs> no, you, yeah, no, this is... Uh, this, this movie's gotten a whole lot of praise and I, I can understand why a, 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 after watching it. Uh, I think I've said pretty much about all that I want to about what I like about it. The, the stuff that I didn't that, that I didn't like about it. Same thing with 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 uh, with a uh, you where I, I was pulled out of, of of the movie. The my immersion broke when when whenever the sun started to regress in, in a way that seemed a little bit too showy, too uh, acty, for lack of a better word. Everything that that, that I didn't like it it's it's nitpicking. Oh, the other thing that I liked is is this constant imagery of someone lose losing their head the very beginning of of the film you have the girl you have the girl looking at a dead bird and then cutting off its head uh you have someone digging up the mother's body and removing the head you have tony collette at the very end sawing off her own head with what looks like piano wire you have the girl yeah, getting dude, her head was that oh you, you have the girl getting her head smashed off by a by a telephone pole and there there there's a 
a whole lot that that you could glean from it. But it's it's obviously meant to mean something because it happens constantly throughout the film. And we've we've talked about this before. There, there, there's the possibility it could mean like a lack of control, a loss of identity. There's so many things that you could. Yeah, that, that, even that, the son has his face pulled up and then his face smashed like it's something going into his head. Yeah, there's so um, much that you could associate with with that imagery, and I I think leaving that ambiguous was a good idea. Yeah. So what, how do you think? I mean, some people are really critical when, like, when they are critical of this movie, they're mm-hmm. critical mostly of the Paimon supernatural stuff. Gives it a, a, a little bit more con- con- concrete than it just being it. It might be mental illness when it's he's actually being crowned as the new Paimon. Right. It, it leans towards one, and some people think it should be ambiguous. So I don't know your take on okay. that. Uh, I I what would I have preferred it to be ambiguous? Prop uh, probably. I, th- I think that that would have been better. Uh, I it, I still like the ending though. It's still yeah. creepy in its own right. I, I think for me, it really does get settled into this territory where. When I'm criticizing a movie and it gets to the point that all I'm doing is just suggesting things that would work to inspire a new movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I still want this movie. The one where it is definitively one way. Yeah. You know? And. Sorry. Um, so, you know, that would have to be a different movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay. it's I just think at a certain point. That's how you know a movie is a certain level that we don't rate, even though that's me rating it. So buzz. So, so what would make you watch this again? What oh. would make you go through this again? Uh that's 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 the question, isn't it? Uh, I'm still wondering what uh, to, to throw this in a different way. I'm still wondering what's what 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 would ever make me go back to watch Funny Games, although it's on my shelf. I obviously want to go back to watch it again. Uh, at some point with hereditary just mostly mostly that 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 i don't want to like fall on the fall feeling and it being halloween because there's there's more to it than that uh her, it's it's a movie yeah, that, so that one doesn't really that one feels kind of like summer to me but I don't yeah know. uh how uh what what hereditary what hereditary does that i like and why i would want to go back and watch it again is it makes you think there's there's never a moment where uh, you're watching the film and uh, you're, you're you're not wondering what's going to happen, what something means. It's it's very much an, an, an active viewing experience, and I very much appreciate that. Some people might disagree, but uh, there's so much to take in and so much to to like glean from it that I I'm sure I haven't seen everything that I could possibly see or learned everything that I could possibly learn from this film. So that would make me want to go watch it again. Plus Tony Collette is just amazing as the mother and her performance alone is enough to make me come back and watch it. Yep. Yeah. Just like writing characters that feel like real people, Uh um, you know, getting into the weeds of how to make horror feel effective. I mean, anyone out there, I personally feel that anyone out there who says like hereditary is not scary okay good for you good job yeah you win a trophy for being that guy who's like everyone who tries to be like oh okay you know if you're not shocked by an image Mm -hmm. if you're not put off by the supernatural thing Mm -hmm. if you're not made uncomfortable by the weight of the kid having to wait for the mom to figure out that her daughter's dead if you don't have some sense of dread over what's going to happen to the family, uh, maybe horror's not your thing. Mm-hmm. 
Speaking of which, do you think he slept at all that 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 night with with the way that it was cut? Oh, not at all. I don't think. In so. fact, I think he's deliberately waiting. He left the car the way it was. He didn't try to do anything. I think he was waiting on them to figure it out because he didn't want to tell them. Yeah. I think he was laying down because he had nothing to do and is just waiting to have a conversation. Yeah, the, the the way it just cuts, it, it it's it's the same static image. It cuts from night to day. It's, no, no change at all. It's uh, the editing. Oh yeah, so careful. This movie is so carefully plotted out. Oh, yep. Yeah. So I would definitely go back. Is there anything else that you wanted to get up? Oh God, um, Coney, uh. <laughs> Tony Collette needs to be in more more uh, movies. I, 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 especially horror. I want to see her. Yeah, to get to be let in to somebody like that who's yeah. willing to put that out there, unless she's just secretly super fake and this is nothing like her, and that's why it's so easy for her. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. She just she seems really amazing, really talented, and she can she can seem really human, and that makes a lot of the stuff work. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, we are a branch of the Music City Drive-In Podcast Network, and we are so thankful to all of you for listening and checking in. So, if you like this, head on over to themusiccitydrivein.com. And remember, I'm Eric. You can look me up at High Contrast FLM. And I am Curtis. You can look me up on Twitter at 90sGamer407 and on Twitch at Merrick underscore Tainment, where I stream video games. And uh, you can look us up on Twitter for this podcast at TFNRCM. E L. Mm-hmm.